What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Something About Sports podcast. This is either the first or the second episode of the day, depending on when I get these episodes released. Um, I'm doing one for the Chiefs, doing one for Kansas basketball, and um, wanting to chat about chat about my teams on game day. So I got KU basketball um, also to, to chat about today. But um, I'm, I'm here to talk Chiefs. I want to talk this Chiefs divisional game. I want to talk about this matchup against Jacksonville, uh, how I think the game's going to go, what I think, you know, is, is going to affect the game and things like that. So um, a, a lot of people have been talking about this Jags team. A lot of people have been talking about uh, this game coming into it, just the, the comeback that the Jags, the Jacksonville, that the Jaguars had against the Chargers uh, last week. So the Chargers, of course, started their game off 27 to nothing. The Jaguars ended up coming back and winning um, 31 to 30. And I would say that, you know, it was a historic comeback and it was a shocking comeback, but it really wasn't. I mean, I picked the Jaguars to win that game. I thought that they were playing better football. I thought that they were the better coach team. Uh, and even though it went that weirdly, of course, the Chargers, that's that's kind of what the Chargers tend to do. So even when they were up 27 nothing, it wasn't the craziest thing to think the Jaguars could come back, um, especially with the fact that it was very early in the game and that a lot of the reason why they were up was all Jacksonville shooting itself in the foot. It was Trevor Lawrence turnovers. I mean, the guy threw four picks and had a fumble in the first half. So. Whenever that happens, you're going to have a chance to build a big lead, but that also gave the Jaguars enough chance to get back into it. So um, that comeback was historic. It doesn't really give me a reason to pause because it's not something that I think was super um, unable to see happening, especially with their with them going up against the Chargers. But this is a young and talented team that's on the upward trajectory. I will give them that. Um, I would. I, I said in the AFC playoff preview, I wouldn't be surprised if the AFC field resembles something like this year's field for years to come. And I believe that holds true, especially with Jacksonville uh, taking that step, winning a playoff game, um, and kind of making their presence felt in the AFC. You're going to continue to see them build under Doug Peterson as well. But I will say, though, so that is a good that's a really good young football team. They have a lot of young talent over there. Um, I'm not discrediting that at all, but I am a little surprised at how some people are approaching this game and looking at it, um, especially when comparing it to the last time these two teams played. If you guys remember the last time, the Chiefs pretty much dominated the Jaguars, other than the fact that they turned the ball over a few times and they let Jacksonville kind of stay in the game. But they were up by 17 late in the game, had another turnover, let Jacksonville score a touchdown. So the, the final score looked a lot more respectable than the actual play on the field was. And I think that since the Jaguars have played such good football since then and they just beat a team that a lot of people thought were a really good football team, you're starting to see people kind of warp what really happened in that game. But me remembering that game, um, I mean, this is – I think the Chiefs were just clearly the better team. They're coming off a dominant performance in their last game. They're coming off a week of rest. They're going to be healthy. I think this team should roll. Um, I, I don't I don't know why any Chiefs fan would come into this game with any other expectation. I mean, they were clearly better than this team. I know they're playing better football right now, but if the Chiefs are a Super Bowl contender, I mean, this isn't the type of team you should expect them to struggle with. This is the type of team they should come out and handle business against, and that's what I expect to do. That's what I expect the Chiefs to do. All right, so I do have one thing I want to talk about, and I don't want to make this go too long, but I have an unpopular opinion that I've been kind of – 
figuring out how I want to approach it on the podcast. But I think that the, the Arrowhead crowd noise thing, I think it's becoming like too much a part of the experience of playing at Arrowhead. I think it's getting a little out of hand. And so I want to preface what I'm saying by, I know that that's part of what makes the Arrowhead Stadium what it is. It's part of the experience of being a Chiefs fan. It's part of the experience of playing for the Chiefs, for those players. You hear about them, talk about it all the time. It's part of the fan experience of being a Chiefs, of being a Chiefs fan, being from Kansas City. And I love the fact that when you go out there, it's a raucous environment. Everybody's invested. Everybody wants the team to win. But I think that sometimes we can kind of start to make it more than what we need to. Like a game like this against the Jaguars, the Chiefs, clearly the better team. Um, I mean, you you really this, – this Jaguars team should be scared enough having to come in here and play against the best team in football, the best player on the planet. I mean, it's it's really – I think that we don't want to take that. We don't want to make it become too, too much more than what it really is. It's the fans helping. It's the fans making an effect on the game. But in a game like this, that's not really something you really should even expect to come into play. This team should come out and dominate the Jaguars because they're just better. And I understand that Trevor Lawrence was asked about it, and I understand he talked about it. But this is just kind of going to be one of those talking points. As long as the Chiefs are in the playoffs and – and being successful under Patrick Mahomes, people are going to ask about the crowd noise at Arrowhead, and nobody's ever going to discredit their own fans or discredit the fans of their college team or whatever it is and say, yeah, this is going to be the best place I ever played. Now, they'll give them credit afterwards, but I think we're going to continue to see guys not discredit, but maybe downplay the crowd noise at Arrowhead. Um, and, And I just think that it's been a fun story. It's been a fun way to keep the fans engaged. It's been a fun way to be a part. It's, it's been a fun way for the fans to be a part. But after playing at this level for this long, you got four straight years of the conference running through KC. Um, Arrowhead pretty much, I mean, everybody knows what it is. It's not, Arrowhead's not an upstart, you know, place where people are coming in there and getting caught by surprise. That's not what the Chiefs are anymore, and that's not what Arrowhead is anymore. I mean, Arrowhead is literally the home of the AFC right now. In the NFL, everybody knows when they're coming in there, not only do they have to deal with the best quarterback in football, not only do they have to deal with the best tight end of all time and one of the best coaches of all time, but they have to deal with some of the best fans in all of sports. Everybody knows that now. We don't have to talk it up anymore because that just gives other teams a talking point. And in a game like this, we don't really need that talking point. We can just talk about our MVP at quarterback. We can talk about our tight end who's been resting for the last month or so. And we can talk about the last time these two teams played and the Chiefs just thoroughly dominated. Um, those are the things that I would like to see fans mo- uh, focus more on. Um, and, and I just think that Arrowhead and the Chiefs have graduated to a different tier amongst NFL conversations and amongst even NFL history, it's, it's graduated to a different tier. And I think that the fans at some point, we've got to graduate to, you know, it, it goes without saying how good Arrowhead is. But now, you know, don't come in here because you're scared. Don't come here scared of the fans. You should come in here scared of, of the guy wearing 15 or the guy wearing 87 or wearing the headset because these guys are just beating up on everybody in this conference year after year in this place. And then when you get here, just in case you think you're going to outplay us, just in case you think you're going to have a surprise day, our fans are going to make it really, really hard for you to do so. So I would just like to see the conversation around that shift a little bit. And I'm not saying to stop being Chiefs fans. I'm not even saying to stop claiming to be the loudest, claiming to be the best. I'm just saying that in some situations, it doesn't have to be at the forefront of the conversation. 
we can let the team go out there and handle that. And we can let the fans speak for themselves once the game gets going. So I just wanted to bring that up. Keep going out there. Keep being loud. Keep having fun. I'll do the same when I'm out there. But let's just understand, like, hey, we graduated a little bit. We're, at a di- we're in a little bit of a different tier in, in current NFL status and in the status of NFL history. And we should start respecting the other things that are going on as well when these games are coming here. And that's another reason why these teams should respect coming here. But all right. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, like I said before, I think the Chiefs should win this game comfortably. Um, Some of the things that I expect to see, I expect the running game to be strong. I expect them to use it early and often. Um, I expect to see a heavy dose of Travis Kelsey. I don't think it's an accident that he's been ramping down a little bit recently. So um, I expect to see a heavy dose of Travis Kelsey. I feel like the chemistry between Jarek McKinnon and Patrick Mahomes has been building so much over the last few weeks that I expect to see a heavy dose of him in the passing game as well. Um, And then one other person that I expect to have a big role throughout this entire playoff stretch is Kadarius Toney. I think he's a big time wild card for this offense. Um, Andy Reid should have some fun things up his sleeve. We've seen him use guys like Kadarius Toney to create mismatches before. He should have some fun things, fun things up his sleeve to get Kadarius Toney involved in different ways. And I think he's going to be an X factor for this offense, especially now that it's looking like McCole Hartman's not going to be ready for a little while, at least not for this game for sure. And who knows about next week as, as the Chiefs advance through the playoffs. So, um, I'm I'm watching Tony. I'm watching to see how the Chiefs are using him, how this offense uses his speed and his uh, his skill set that we haven't seen. We haven't seen a lot of in Kansas City during Andy Reid's tenure outside of Tyreek. All right. So as far as the offense, like I said, I think the offense should be fine. I'm not too worried about it. I do think that the, the, the defense will raise some questions through the playoff run. I have questions about the defense as well. But this game, I don't think they'll show up. Um, the defense has been good when they've been fully healthy. They're rested and healthy for this game. Um, and this is, and I think this is an all around game where the offense is going to come out hot. They're going to come out playing their best ball and the defense is going to be able to complement that. They're going to be able to get after Trevor Lawrence in a, in a, uh, offensive line that is beatable. They're going to be able to, you know, get the running game shut down as much as they want to. I think Travis Etienne can make some plays here and there, but I think that you see. You know, all of the stars, all of the main guys put their fingerprints on this game from Chris Jones and Nick Bolton, um, Trent McDuffie. I think we can see some Trent McDuffie and Snead make some plays as well. Um, but the biggest thing, I want to go ahead and make the prediction. Let's just get the Chris Jones sack out of the way. Let's get his playoff sack out of the way today. We can stop talking about it and he can go ahead and have himself a dominant postseason. That's the thing I want to see the most. But like I said, there are some things that I think, you know, this defense is beatable in different ways. Um, better offenses and better teams are probably – or teams that maybe can compete with the Chiefs offense better are going to make it tougher on this defense. I anticipate them having a pretty good a pretty good day in this one. Um, I, I know the, ja- the Jaguars are probably going to put up 20 points or so, but I think the Chiefs, all, the Chiefs defense will be solid. All right, so I talked about thinking that the Chiefs will win, but let me, let me just say – there are some paths that I see that the Jaguars could pull out a victory in this game. Um, the first one would be if Doug Peterson, 
uh, former Chiefs coach, former Chiefs offensive coordinator, if he goes for broke in this game and catches some breaks. The last time we saw him try an onside kick on the opening kickoff, um, we could see him trying some, you know, going for fourth downs, fake punts, fake kicks, whatever. If he goes for broke like that and some of those things work out, you catch some breaks with turnovers from the Chiefs, you can see them keeping this game close and pulling out a miracle at the end. I'm not saying that it's impossible, especially with Doug Peterson being as good of a coach as he is. I think that a lot of people have forgotten about that because, you know, his time in Philly finished weird. But um, that guy's a really good football coach, and that showed last week. And I think it'll show again in this game. But I think the Chiefs are just too good of a basketball uh, football team, I'm sorry, um, to be able to, to – for, for the, the Jaguars to overcome. Um. Another way I can see the Jaguars winning this game, if Trevor Lawrence has a generational game and he just matches or outplays Patrick Mahomes. Um, I've talked about Trevor Lawrence on here before. I think he's a generational talent. I think he has all the tools you need for a star NFL quarterback. He's just got to put them together and be more consistent about them. We've started to see that some this year under Doug Peterson. And um, you can see everything click today and him have the game of his life. I wouldn't be surprised if something like that happened. Usually, you know, you're going to see Patrick Mahomes match that or be able to overcome that, but not all the time. And I, I could see that being a path to whether Jack stay in this game or win this game. Um, Travis Etienne, another guy who I think is a super, super high level talent at the running back position. If he goes crazy, I mean, he's a guy who's shown the, the ability to break off 30, 40, 50 yard runs. I think he's even got a 60 yarder um, this year. So if he gets loose and runs wild uh, all over the field and dictate, dictates the flow of the game, I can see the Jaguars kind of, um, you know, controlling the game and winning it that way. And then the last thing, the last way I could see um, the Jaguars potentially making this an interesting game is their young pass rush. I mean, they they do have the number one pick last year, Trevon Walker. They've got Josh Allen, one of the better pass rushers in the NFL. Um, if these guys can make an imprint on this game, disturb some of the flow of the Chiefs and, um, and make it tougher on, on this Chiefs offense and slow the Chiefs offense down, I could see their their offense doing enough to stay in it. Um, but I just don't anticipate any of, any of that stuff happening. I think the Chiefs get going um, early and often. I think we see them score 30-plus in this game. Um, we see Patrick Mahomes and Vince's form. They've they've perfected over these last few years. They've perfected that, that ramp up to the playoffs. And I think we started to see it unleash a little bit against the Raiders a couple of weeks ago. But I think we're going to see it on full display against the Jaguars. And we've, we've seen it with this team coming out in the playoffs, even against the Steelers in last year's playoffs as well. We've seen it with this team. They come out in the playoffs and they're playing at a different level. I think we see that. And I just don't know. And, and it's nothing against the Jaguars. I just don't think they're good enough of a team to keep up with the Chiefs playing at that level. So I'm guessing um, 34 to 20 is my final score prediction. I think the Chiefs pull this game out fairly comfortably. We see a heavy dose of McKinnon and Pacheco. I think Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown. I think Jarek McKinnon sneaks in. And I think Kadarius Tony is going to be a wild card of a player that um, we see can have an impact all over the field. And he probably sneaks his way in the end zone, too, because they like to use him in the red zone. And he's got a nose for getting in there. So um, ready to see how this offense operates. I think Chris Jones gets that sack. I did predict that. Nick Bolden's going to be his regular self. He's going to be huge in stopping Travis Etienne and, and not allowing him to get going. I think that's going to be one of the biggest factors is how these linebackers can play in the running game. And then also if they allow Doug Peterson to get Nick Bolton in tough situations in the passing game as well with Evan Ingram 
over there and Travis Etienne out of the backfield. They've got some guys they can create ma- uh, mismatches with. So it'll be interesting to see how the defense handles that. But a lot of that won't matter if you can get consistent pressure. And I think Chris Jones is just playing at a different level right now. And if he continues that level, I think we see this defense dominate. So I'm excited, man. I'm ready for this game to get going. I just wanted to give a few points, talk about a few things. Um, like I said, this is either number one or number two uh, podcast of the day. But um, wanted to get this out to you guys. 34-20 Chiefs is my prediction. And then we'll be on to the AFC Championship game. But everybody have fun. Be safe if you're going to the game. Uh, and thanks a lot for listening. Until next time.